0: And I will be your host. You can email me at sarcasticbigbook@gmail. at gmail. You can follow me on Instagram at sarcastic.aa.book. And as always, so glad you're here with me. I don't know if your day's just getting started or it's just winding down or it's somewhere smack dab in the middle, but here we are. You and me. You and me. And I'm grateful for it. Grateful I have no desire to drink today. Sometimes when I say that, people say, well, it's not about drinking for me anymore. It's not about drinking for me anymore either. And that's what I'm expressing gratitude for. My understanding of what an alcoholic is and my own experience with what an alcoholic is, is that the insanity of that first drink can return. We have a daily reprieve contingent on the maintenance of our spiritual condition. Anyways. I'm taking another break from the What Does a Big Book Say workshop. I'm sorry. I don't think people understand how busy I am. When I say I'm busy, I'm busy like down into the minute. I have stuff going on down to the minute. From the time I get up, until late in the day, when I'm done doing... I mean, I'm doing something... When I say I'm busy, I'm saying I'm, I'm doing something until 2 o'clock, and then I'm doing something at 2 o'clock sharp, and I'm doing something from 2 till 3, and then I have a meeting at 3, and then at 4 o'clock sharp, I have something till 5.15, and that's, that's how it goes for me a lot. <clears throat> And um, I'm not going to get into all the reasons why (coughs) that are related to what I'm saying. But bottom line, I am going to get back to it and I am going to have Dave on here. I promise that's going to happen. But today I'm going to share a very personal story with you. I don't normally share personal details about my life on this show, but I'm going to do it today. So often we talk about recovery and sobriety in a way that is, doesn't use, I don't know, sometimes it seems removed from real life in a lot of ways. Like how does all this translate into real life? How is someone's story told in a way that reflects all these things? So, I just wanted to talk about my own journey with school. So I started, like I've shared on here before, drinking very young. I stopped applying myself in school very young. I started getting F's in sixth grade. It's not that easy to do. But that's when I started getting F's. And in middle school, it was intermediate school at the time, it continued. I was not there to learn or apply myself. I was not getting any scaffolding at home. I was getting no help with any of that. And... Um, Hated it, was bored, didn't want to be there Just wanted to run off with girls And uh, drink and do drugs And that was what I did High school went the same way By this time I was a complete terror as well I got in trouble constantly for drinking at school I got expelled I got The only reason I didn't get, I'm sorry, not expelled, suspended so many times. There was this point system and I would go all the way to the very limit. And then the only reason I wasn't expelled is because of a connection that I had in the school district that for some reason just loved me. But anyways, I was just terrible in school. Terrible. Awful. A nightmare. I mean just a nightmare. Used to be these pink slips. I mean you were in trouble. Anytime somebody walked in the room with a pink slip, it was ju- I would just I just got my stuff. It was always for me. I wreaked havoc at school when I was there, and I was there less and less and less. My last day of school. It was Algebra. It was my last class. And it was a beautiful sunny day. And I was sitting there doodling on my test. And I just decided I was done with Algebra and I was done with the class and I was done with school. And I said so loudly in the middle of class as people were taking their tests. A lot of people had already dropped out of the class because I was just, I had ruined that class for a lot of people with my outbursts and obnoxiousness. And I said, so I said, I'm done. I'm leaving. And the teacher said, no, you're not. And you are not. And I said, yeah, I want to go to the beach. I'm going to go to the beach right now. No, you're not. I said, yes, I am. And he said, if you leave right now, I will fail you. And I stood up, and I grabbed my books, and I said, okay. And I left. And I slammed the door, and he failed me. That was how I left high school. Actually, I ended up leaving that high school having made amends many times. I made amends to, I want to say... Maybe 15 staff members at that school. Just that school. But anyways, I left. And he failed me. And then, evidently, I tried to go to community college. And I didn't find that out till a long time later. When I got a transcript sent that was 0.0. 0. <laughs> like, uh... Blutowski in Animal House. It's not easy to get 0.0 because you have to show up. You can't have any withdrawals or incompletes. But I got 0.0 on my transcript. So I went to community college. I studied, I think, political philosophy and all this stuff. Some, you know, cinema classes and just whatever. I don't know what I was doing. I was so. I was just... What would happen is I would go there and I would meet a girl and then I would leave. That was it. So that was my experience with school that ended in like 1990, 1991. <clears throat> when I was seven years sober, I moved to New York. Amtrak ticket one way, went to New York, followed my heart. I was either going to move to England or Chicago or New York. So I got a bunch of those books. Back in the day, went to Borders, bought books about these places, read them, talked to people who were familiar. And um, finally decided on New York, went to New York. And I was there for a few years, and I was dating a girl. I was living with a girl who, um, uh, whose family was very into school. And they suggested to me, you know what you should do? You should apply for NYU and you should apply for Fordham University. You should apply. See what happens. And I'm just, all I'm thinking is, I'm done with school. I'm leaving. If you leave, I'll fail you, okay? All I'm thinking is Fs since sixth grade. And uh, I knew I was smart. I knew I wasn't dumb, but I had never proven that in that way. What had been reflected back at me through school was that I was an idiot, but I never applied myself anyways. So I applied, I applied to these schools. I, I planned to apply to these schools. The first school I applied to was Fordham. University, beautiful university. And I went and I took a test and I wrote some essays and I left. And I was so sad when I left. I felt like such a loser. I felt so stupid because I knew I could have done a lot better if I just was a better writer. It just, what was in me didn't come out on paper and I knew it and I just thought I, I screwed that up and I was so sad. When I walked out of there, I, I was walking down the street there in Manhattan and crying, I just cried. I just thought I blew it. I felt so sick inside. And then I got a letter that said, I got a letter from Fordham and it said, congratulations, you've been accepted. And then I got another letter that I opened at the same time and it said, congratulations, we're giving you a scholarship for this. And I was just blown away. I was blown away. And fast forward. It's my first day of school. I am 32, I think. 31 or 32. So it's a lot to walk through. It was a lot for me to walk through. I felt really old. I felt really inadequate. I felt really less than insecure about it. But I went there and I was, took the bus, got off the bus. I was listening to my iPod (laughs) and I was listening, and it happened to be listening to the first song I remember hearing in my life, which was Goodbye Yellowbrook Road by Elton John. Anyways. Mm -hmm. So that song comes on as the school comes in view And I'm just I've cried a lot in my sobriety I just cried again It was an overwhelming moment Went there My first class was applied mathematics Took it first because it was a class I wanted to take the least I wanted to get that out of the way So I sat down there, I felt like I was 100 years old, everybody else was like 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, I was like 32. Teacher comes in and he says, <clears throat> okay, in order to do this class you have to know algebra. And um, I'm not going to, you know, breathe down your necks, you guys are adults, if you do the homework you do really well, and if you don't, then you won't, that's it. All I heard was you have to know algebra and I went back to that last day in high school and I just wanted to die I just sank so I went back to my apartment and I said to my girlfriend I said um, um, I'm gonna have to learn I'm gonna learn I'm gonna teach myself algebra while I'm taking this class and I did I taught myself. I got home from that class, and I immediately started learning algebra while I took the class. And fast forward now, and it is winter break, and I was... at her family's on the computer there, hitting refresh, refresh on the grades page. My grades were supposed to come in any minute. And I will never forget the moment. I hit refresh, and there was a grade next to applied mathematics. And the grade was a B. And it was the worst grade I ever got. I was a straight-A student, with the exception of that B. And that B meant the most to me, because I worked my ass off to get that B. I was told that this story contained a lot of recovery. So I wanted to share it with you. That's something that I'm extremely proud of. I'm extremely grateful for, and I never talk about. So I wanted to share it just in case that was a story that helped or inspired anyone to apply themselves in a way they are currently not doing. Or anyone who's afraid of the unknown or scared to take a step. I learned all these things to embrace the unknown, to walk through fear, to do things even when you're afraid. To fall backwards into a blank canvas in sobriety, in an ongoing application of the 12 steps in my daily life. I ended up being a really incredible student. I had no idea. I was on the Dean's list. I was on the honor roll. I got an A in philosophy. I got an A in physics. I mean, I could go on and on. It was very, very thrilling. Very thrilling. And I learned a lot, but what I learned the most about was me. I learned about a lot of things. It opened my mind, and it was fascinating and challenging and wonderful, and I loved every minute of it. But I mostly learned about me. Exactly how lazy I am, exactly what comes easily to me, what takes more work how dedicated I am, how willing I am, how how open-minded I am, how smart I think I am, how stupid I think I am, what I'm willing to do, what I'm not willing to do, when I have to kick myself, how much character I have, all that stuff. That was what I learned the most. So... I was moved to share that today, that if you're afraid to embrace the unknown or afraid to take a step or afraid to, you know, go down a brand new path, I'll just say I'm, I was afraid to, but I'm glad I did it anyway. Learned a lot from that About a lot of things In life So Give a shout out to the Happy Joyous and Three On the East and West Coast Podcast Greater Than Yourself Black Rhinos Sober Gratitudes Podcast Say hello to Chelsea And um anybody needs to hear it, everything's okay. Everything is okay. Oh my gosh, this Big Book Buns, you know, modeling shoot is just, oh, they don't know what they're doing. They're so unprofessional, these people, you know. I showed up today in the weirdest outfit for this thing, and no one was there. I was just locked outside. Some kid walked by and said, are you Batman? And I was like, beat it, kid. Anyways, bottom line, it was humiliating. So I'll keep you posted on that. It should be... It's it's just going to be whatever it is. It's the weekend. And, uh... I'm going to try to make a rad. I hope you do, too. I don't know why my life was saved, but... I am going to go try to live a life that was worth saving, and I hope you'll do the same